Hello, I'm Harleen and welcome to Finding Sanity, Episode 4, brought to you by Simply Smart. Simply Smart is in the business of creating the artists, leaders, entrepreneurs and athletes of tomorrow. In this podcast, I share how I have kept my sanity managing a company, children and my relationship. A pretty normal life, but yet abnormal. Don't forget to check out simplysmartchildcare.com. Just a disclaimer, the views expressed in this podcast are mine and not that of any company or brand I own or associate with. Even though most episodes are based on my experiences, some incidences have been exaggerated and the names of characters have been changed. In this episode, I share how I found sanity when I felt judged by my family and many other women. If you are enjoying this podcast, don't forget to subscribe and share. We need to realize that there's no formula for how women should lead their lives. That is why we should respect the choices that each woman makes for herself and her family. Every woman deserves the chance to realize her God-given potential. By Hillary Rotham Clinton. Now, the God-given potential made me chuckle. But why is this quote important? Over generations, women have ill-treated their fellow sisters across the world. How can we expect women to feel empowered if all we do is bring each other down? I'm not saying it's all women, so don't get me wrong, since we are all different. But many women jump to judgment about each other fast. Let's talk about how that impacts us as a group. different theories on why women are mean to each other or why they compete with each other. The New York Times published that there were two main theories on why women are competitive with each other. One is evolutionary psychology and the other is feminist psychology. I know they're technical terms, but they're important. Evolutionary says that women need to protect themselves so they undermine other women to make themselves feel safe. Feminist psychology talks about women's self-worth and how it's determined by men wanting her. Ah, that's really sad, but it's true. So by undermining other women, they feel more wanted. As you can tell from all those high school dramas. As Noam Shamser writes in Psychology Today, as women come to consider being prized by men their ultimate source of strength, worth, achievement, and identity, they're compelled to battle other women for the prize. Can you believe that? And then when women become mothers, in my perspective, their self-worth shifts to how good of a parent they are and they compete and criticize other women to prove to themselves internally their own self-worth. So they do it really to protect themselves. Let's look at it a bit closely in our next segment. to start by giving some examples of how some women can criticize each other. A working mom will usually criticize a stay-at-home mom, saying how she does not do anything but sit at home, take care of her kids. They also use terms like lazy, unmotivated, lack of drive, no goals, to describe the stay-at-home mom. They deeply judge their children to see how disciplined they are since mom is at home and training them every day or how well behaved, etc. 
On the other hand, if you talk to a stay-at-home mom, she'll criticize the working mom and call her selfish. That she has dumped her children and gone to work. That she can't sacrifice her career for her kids. That she shouldn't have become a mother if she never planned on parenting. I always remember having that guilt myself every time I had a work event, like I was abandoning my kids if I wasn't with them in the evening. I felt that other fellow mothers were doing so much more for their kids than I could. Then I was criticized for going through a divorce. A lot of criticism came from my fellow women. Some said I was selfish. Some said I was manipulative. I remember one friend called me to say that I was making a mistake and that at my age I would never find someone, and went on to give me examples of other women who divorced, who were divorced, and were alone. Imagine that support. If I tried to explain the reason why I was unhappy, I was told that most marriages were like that. So what was I thinking? I lost most women friends at a time in my life when I needed them the most, and only a handful of my girlfriends stood by my side. Anyways, it's not about me. It's just an example. In my perspective, this happens since every woman or person wants what they don't have. A working mom envies a stay-at-home mom. believe it or not since she would love to have some more time with her kids the stay at home mom would love to have adult conversations and be out there in the world rather than being stuck at home or being only at home raising kids and not having many people to talk to most of the other women who criticized me for divorce somewhere wished in their hearts that they would have the courage to take a stand in their life if they ever have to hopefully they never have to now Let's hear the perspective of a stay-at-home mom and how she felt. Hello, Kathy. Hi. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Good. So, I wanted to quickly actually spend some time with you today trying to learn about your experience um deciding to stay at home when you had your kids. So, you have uh two children? I have two girls. Yes. They're 11 and 13 now. And what led you to and before we even go there how long you've been home? I've pretty much been home since I had them. And what were you doing before that? I was a full-time teacher. I taught kindergarten and music. That's awesome. So what led you to decide like you know you wanted to I mean obviously you went through school to be a teacher and then decided to give up that career to take care of your children. Mhm. Um I think in some ways I felt as a teacher that my teaching career led very naturally into mothering. I think mm-hmm. I always viewed mothering as um as being a, a, just a different type of teaching career to be honest. Um it felt very naturally to swing from one to the other. Um but I would say that my uh two primary reasons for staying home with my kids um the first was that I had wonderful memories of my own mom staying at home. And I I loved my childhood that I had had with my mom at home and all of the things we did during the days and that was just really special for me and I felt like I wanted to give that same amount of time and attention to my own children. Uh and also as a kindergarten teacher uh in my 20s, I had so much time to observe young children and their families and I watched how parents disciplined their kids. I watched the relationships they had with them. 
um, I really learned a lot about young children and the family structure. And I think that really solidified the notion for me that I wanted to be home raising my children through those first few precious years of life. So I was pretty confident by the time I had them that I was ready to kind of put my professional teaching career on hold and mother full time when I had the kids. And do you think it had anything to also do with the fact that you could stay home as well because you were comfortable enough? Because also there's women who have to go back to work because they don't have much of a choice, right? Like they have to do what, what's good for the family. So how did that impact your family as a whole? Yes, I think that um, financially I was able to stay at home. Um, my husband's career was on a great track. Mm -hmm. um, we were willing to make sacrifices also. You know, I... Mm -hmm we were willing to make sacrifices in terms of vacations and clothing mm -hmm. and kind of materialistic life. I, um, I was happy living in a smaller house, would have been happy to stay mm -hmm. there for a very long time. We had one car for a while. Um, those were worthwhile sacrifices, but for sure I was not worried about putting food on the table. So it no. was an option that I had and that my husband and I had planned for also. Yeah. You know, I waited until I was 30 and we had already been together for almost 10 years, but I, I was pretty confident that when I had kids, I wanted to stay home. So it was yeah. something that we financially prepared for um, also. Which is great. Which is great. So, um, you know, the other piece I wanted to ask was, did you ever feel that you were exhausted, though, being home physically, mentally? Absolutely. Absolutely. It was uh, it was incredibly exhausting. Um, because and a I lot think of times, times, I'll tell you, I'll, I'm sorry to interject, but... A lot of times what ends up happening is, you know, um, when people are working, they're double exhausted too because they're working and then they come back and in the evening, but they feel like, oh, maybe if you're home, you're not exhausted. But tell me a bit about, you know, how you felt that exhaustion mentally and physically. Yeah, I, I think uh, sometimes the exhaustion, especially when you're a stay-at-home mom and your kids are young, the exhaustion comes from the monotony, to be honest, and it can come from the loneliness uh, yeah. I didn't have any friends that chose to stay at home at the time. So everybody else that had had babies around the same time as me had now entered the workplace. And while I didn't envy the early mornings they had and the daycare drop-offs <laughs> and that kind of stuff, they were intellectually really stimulated during the day and other parts of themselves were really were getting fulfilled. And I think that gives you a certain amount of energy even through the exhaustion. And I think the demands of toddlers from sun up to sundown, um, it's, it's a lot and it's mm -hmm. very personal. Your children are so personal to you. So it's also very emotional. And I think mm -hmm. that leads to a toll in terms of exhaustion is that you're pouring your heart and soul into every minute of that day. Um, none of it is objective. Yeah. None of it is removed and yeah. there's no, you know, there isn't another client to move on to. You can't just choose a random other three-year-old <laughs> for yeah, the afternoon. Yeah. You know, it's, it's hard. Yeah, it's it's day in, day out, and um, that can be a real challenge. Yeah. And then, um, how did you feel? How did others specifically, and and you can you know tell me about men and women, but separate because sometimes they react differently. How did they make you feel about your decision? Um, like I said, I didn't have a lot of friends that chose to stay at home so at, I made friends eventually like yeah. staying home leads you to finding all the other stay-at-home parents yeah um but I think there was a lot of um I don't think a lot of people understood it they kind of 
kind of understood, okay, she wants to stay home with the kids, but there was a lot of surprise because I was so passionate about my career before I had kids and I loved teaching so much. And I think a lot of people didn't necessarily understand that that same passion for teaching was my passion for mothering. It was really the same thing, just in a different location. Yeah. Um, so there was, I felt a little misunderstood. I definitely, um, I had a few people make comments, you know, uh, commenting on what a waste my education was, <laughs> that I was, um, that it was so unfortunate that I was wasting all my talent by staying at home. And um, it was awkward to hear those things, but I knew that it was so beneficial to my children that they yeah. had a mom that had been a teacher that understood child psychology, that had worked with hundreds of children for years, I knew I was so well suited to be their primary caregiver day in and day out. But it did feel lonely and it it did put a big space, I think, between myself and working moms in my life for a little while as we all had young kids and there was... There was a bit of judgment going back and forth, and yeah. it's a hard time for everyone. And everyone's feelings are um, everyone's very sensitive during that time in their mm-hmm. life. So there was a bit of awkwardness and a bit of space, but you know, everybody went off and did what they thought was best for their families. And when I yep. look back now, I feel like most of the women I know really did make the best choice for themselves and yeah. their kids, and taking their spouses into consideration too. Yeah, has yeah. to work for everybody. Yeah, there's so many decisions there. So what would be the one thing that you would say to other women when it comes to like kind of staying at home or going back to work or what is your perspective on it or what is the one piece of advice you would give? I think the most important um, thing to take into consideration is to first be sure that you and your spouse are on the same page with the decision you make because whether you choose to work or stay at home, you and your spouse being on the same page is everything. That everyone values what the other person is doing. Um, and that you've committed to that lifestyle as a family, regardless of what you choose. And then once you've made that decision, stick to it. You know, find other people that, um, that understand why you do what you do. Find other people to spend your time with, to commiserate with, to share your experiences with, you know. Um, it's it really helps emotionally to have to have friends that are in the same position as you but you know have faith that you've chosen the right thing our instincts are on overdrive when we're young moms and I think most of us know we know deep down what the right thing to do for ourselves and our children is so I would say stick to it don't get dissuaded by naysayers and um and people who judge and people who judge (laughs) yeah no also I think one thing that is that I find very interesting what you touched on right now is being on the same page with your with your spouse, your husband, your partner, whoever it is, because if you feel that you're going to lose respect by staying home, yes. then that becomes a tough choice. Because even if you can um, have the option and your family can afford that you can be home, but if you feel that within you and your partner's spouse, that respect is going to disappear just because you're home that becomes a little challenging for a woman to decide at that point, should she go back or should she stay at home? It does. And I had women actually say to me things like, I can't believe he lets you stay home on one hand, but on the other hand, women saying, I would be terrified to not be making money in my own name. And it always 
just gave me pause and I thought about my my husband and myself and how it was never a question that the money he was making was not only our money but that he understood that his career success was because I was taking care of everything else and he Mm -hmm. knew that my talent lot that's where my talent was my talent was with children it was what I was passionate about and he trusted me 100% with making all the right choices for our children and I trusted him with his career and our finances and and I think that's um, that worked for us yeah and I think that's a big one because it's it's having that trust in each other but also where each person respects each other for what they bring to the table because yes. different people bring different things. Yeah. And it's like having that mutual respect for each other, which a lot of times in families doesn't exist. Right. And where they start to crumble, right? So I think um, one of the things I would add to you, um, what you just mentioned, is that just remember that, you know, that you respect each other. Whether you're a man listening to this podcast or a woman listening to this, make sure you respect your partner for what they bring to the table. Because no matter what they bring it's valuable because that's what he that's how you uplift each other yes versus pull each other down because i could bet like if you went back to work and didn't stay maybe his career wouldn't be where it is maybe you know something your children would not be in the space they are at so it's it's so important to have that understanding of what each of you have contributed to each other's life yeah absolutely and there's there's a lot that has to get done in the the running of family life and as it sounded it sounded so old fashioned to me at first the the notion of like being a mm-hmm. stay at home mom and having a working husband and this 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 way of dividing kind of mm-hmm. divide and conquer, but it worked for us. But yeah. that's the key. It worked for us. Yeah. We understood what we were doing. We understood what our values were. We understood what our goals were. Yeah. And and then we looked at the talents and skills we each had and said how can we utilize us each in the most powerful way to make our dreams come true to build yeah. this family we envision and for us that was it so it's uh, it was a That's good awesome. ride yeah well thank you so much for taking the time and thank you for having um, me. yeah and good luck to you so to all my fellow women out there Let's try to pause next time before we jump to a conclusion on what we're about to say about another woman and what she's doing with her life. It's none of our business, first of all, and secondly, we're not helping each other. There is no perfect world. There is no one paint for all of us. We're all so different, yet we have so much in common. So let's stop judging each other and creating distance and space between us. We need each other for support and friendship. We need to uplift each other, even if we make different decisions about our families and our future. That is how we can build a powerful community of women to achieve their utmost potential. As we heard two different perspectives from very normal women who are trying to be the best they can be every day, I hope this helps you catch yourself next time you find yourself judging fellow women for the choices they have made since you may not know the whole story or what their reality is. For the women who feel judged, the only way to find sanity is to stay focused on your path, since you need to do what's right for you and your family. So my women friends, take a deep breath and focus on yourself. In our next episode, we will be talking about how different parents find sanity in schoolwork.
given that school started. Until then, may we all judge a little less and love a little more.